As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Commands so effectually also reap. All right, it's 4 p.m. on Wall Street. Do you know where your money is? Welcome to Financial Issues, where we align reality with truth. Conservative talk radio you can count on. Financial issues that you need to know. We'll preserve for our children this, the last best hope of man on earth, or we'll sentence them to take the last step into a thousand years of darkness. We will simply apply to government the common sense that we all use in our daily lives. Now, here's your host, Dan Celia. Good morning. Welcome back to Financial Issues. I'm Dan Celia. It's great to be here. I sure appreciate all of you. I want to uh, just say every, a hi to everybody in Little Rock, Arkansas. Uh, we are on a great station out there, and we appreciate them so much. We've only been on... Uh, a couple of, a few weeks, uh, maybe maybe a month now. And uh, Rush Limbaugh follows us. And it's a great, great station. It's one of the biggest stations, number one station, I believe, in Arkansas. Arkansas, a very, very good state for us. And we're really excited about it. So I thank all of you for joining us. So sure do uh, appreciate all of you. I appreciate my friends in West Texas as well that I haven't mentioned in a while. Kingdom Keys Network, such a an amazing network, and I appreciate them. In Jacksonville, Florida, uh, we, we are so grateful for Jacksonville. And Orlando, the Shepherd. Uh, how many of you listening on the Shepherd? Uh, what a great station. And look, you know, uh, you need to tell people about those stations. You know, it was because of people like you that so many people now listen for three hours on Jacksonville and other stations because you've called and said, hey, we'll get one hour. Why aren't we getting all three hours? And it was, it's totally listener driven and I appreciate it. And there's two big stations, great, great stations, uh, the Shepherd and uh, Jacksonville uh, and the Shepherd in Orlando, Florida that air financial issues. And we are so grateful to those ministries. They air it because they care about their listeners. And, you know, I love to be a part of stations that aren't in it for any other reason, but to try to minister in any way they can to their um, listeners. And those stations, all our stations, 660 stations uh, that were on, 680, whatever it is, um, feel that way. You know, we're in every Christian station because they're all owned by the same person 
in Hawaii. We have a lot of partners in Hawaii. And all because he called me one day when he bought the station some years ago and said, hey, um, I used to listen to you when I was in whatever, I don't know where, he, uh, where he's from. Would you mind if I air your program on our stations in Hawaii? I said, no, no, that'd be great. We'd love it. And I'll tell you, I just see how it's grown and how many people, how many partners uh, we have. Just amazing. So I thank all of you for being a part of the program. We sure do appreciate it. And if you want a partner, you're thinking about it, uh, supporting in any way, please uh, go six, uh, to the website, financialissues.org, financialissues.org. And we are raising, our, we're trying to raise up people that want to come alongside us for $20 a month. That's all. $20 a month, um, every month. Just go in there and uh, financial issues, make a donation for $20 and click right below where it says make it monthly. And we have uh, hundreds of people now doing that. And it has been such a blessing to us. And everybody that calls in, you've heard him say it. You're not going to miss it. So I hope you'll consider it. You know, the uh, U.S. dollar has been, uh, certainly has benefited uh, as investors have flown into since March this um, safety of the U.S. dollar, and they continue to do so. So they drove the dollar to a three-and-a-half-year high back in March. Now, this was in the middle of a time when the Federal Reserve was entering into more quantitative easing, not good for the dollar, more uh, interest rate cuts where they could go, not good for the dollar, we saw an organic move, meaning didn't have anything to do with the Fed. It just was organic conditions inside the economy. We saw the 10-year drop dramatically. We, see in more, we are seeing mortgage rates drop uh, well beyond any credit, any uh, interest rate cuts by the Federal Reserve. And we've got to remember that some of these, these interest rates have a little bit of a mind of their own. Even in the midst of these, these rates going down, the return, the yields going down, we see inflows that are fairly dramatic, as we saw in March and we continue to see. Now, we continue to see this flight to safety, and that's what it was. That's what was causing this, this high in the U.S. dollar. So there are strategists that are indicating that the economy or the economic recovery is now questionable, giving the, the weak response to any kind of coronavirus um, um, treatments or vaccines that are on the horizon. You add that uncertainty to all of that, you add to that a surge in debt and deficits, and it only stands to reason that the value of the dollar would be decreasing some as interest rates continue to uh, remain at historical lows. It's going to continue to 
you know, weaken the dollar. So nobody seems to ask the question, if that is the case, why, why are people from around the world, Japan, China, they can't go from China because the people aren't allowed to, that would constitute, you know, capital leaving, and there's a law against that, so they can't go to the U.S. dollar. But China, the government, still going to the U.S. dollar. Other governments, the sovereign wealth funds around the world, still going to the U.S. dollar. So there seems to be this continued flight again, uh, you know, to the dollar. And if there wasn't a flight, there wouldn't be yields dropping to record lows. Yet yields continue to drop and they're dropping again this morning. Yields, let me explain. So if you're the government and everybody wants to buy your debt, they want to buy your bonds. And pretty much, no matter what happens, they're going to want to buy your debt. Why would you give a high interest rate? You don't need to. They're not buying interest rate. They're buying the security of the U.S. dollar. So rates go down when buyers come in. Why do they lower the rate? They don't have to pay a high rate, so they lower it. You would do the same thing. That's what's happening right now. So we can get all hung up on the fact that the rates, the interest rates, the yield is dropping, or we can choose to get hung up on the fact that, what, are we the only strong currency in the world? Yeah, are we the only flight to safety in the, in the whole world? Why is why does our yield keep going down? Why are people keep coming in? Well, because we are still the strongest currency in the world. So that's what we're seeing happen right now. So U.S. interest rates remain low. And listen, folks, they're going to remain low for years, for years to come. This isn't a one-off. They're going to be low for a very very long time. So the dollar index has fallen to a 27-month low. All right, I'm going to get to your call, 610-363-1110, right after this. The AFA Journal is the monthly magazine of the American Family Association. The mission of the AFA Journal is to motivate people to get involved in issues around their community and around their state and nation. We want people to go out and actually do something to become involved in their community. People who read the journal take the magazine, they hand it to friends, they hand it to neighbors, they hand it to people at work. If you'd like to get the AFA Journal, simply go to afajournal.org. You can sign up for a one-year free subscription. Who can find a virtuous wife? She's worth far more than rubies. The heart of her husband safely trusts her. She brings him good and not evil all the days of her life. She's like the merchant ships, bringing her food from afar. She gets up while it's still night and provides food for her family. She extends her hand to the poor. She opens her mouth with wisdom, and on her tongue is the law of kindness. 
her children rise up and call her blessed, her husband also, and he praises her. Charm is deceptive and beauty is fleeting, but a woman who fears the Lord is to be praised. Would you consider taking charge of your financial stewardship while being biblically responsible with God's money? Consider partnering with Financial Issues. For a contribution of $85 a year, you'll get Dan's buy list every Monday morning. Receive our regular email alerts and have access to Dan's asset allocation models. You can ask questions of Dan as part of his market and economic conference call every month. But best of all, you'll be supporting the Ministry of Financial Issues. Would you become a partner today? You won't regret it. Go to financialissues.org. That's financialissues.org. Go to GodTrump2020. Welcome back, Financial Issues. Somebody on uh, is asking me about a Timothy mutual fund. Oh, did I lose it? Let me, see. Um, let me see if I can get back to it here. Somebody is asking me about TM57. Uh, Timothy Mutual Fund, he said, I think I dropped a ball. I didn't add to it. I said, I go ahead and um, make that part, you know, add to that part. Now, well, oh, man, it's up 20% in the last three months. So it is picked up dramatically, which is, by the way, it was up for the year before the drop in March. And it's above that, too, but it's up 20%. Um, you know, I, I, I have to admit, I struggle a little bit about adding to something that, uh, just took a, a you know, a run up 30%. I mean, it's up for the last month. It's up for the last two months, up for the last three months. Um, so it's had a really nice, consistent move upward. Um, yeah, I, I don't, I, I don't know enough about your age. Oh, you're, you're 63, your partner. I would say if you're a long-term investor, uh, if you can forget about it for a, you know, extended period of time, eight years or so, then yeah, I would, I would go ahead and feel free to start adding uh, to it. If not... As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. I might wait and either try to buy it on a dip or go somewhere else. But it's had a great run. So, and some of you know that if you own, it's the Timothy International Fund, TM57. It's really had a good run up. All right. Uh, 610-363-1110. Let me go to Jay. Jay's calling us from Arkansas. Hey, Jay. 
Hey, Dan. How you doing there? Good. Uh, hey, what I've got a question about is <clears throat> my wife and I, we both have our rollover IRAs and we both have Roth. Uh-huh. So, but we're, um, like for each of us has a loss in one of the IRAs and the other one's a gain. And mm-hmm. so I understand the IRS lets you sell everything and then take the loss. I'm not even sure how they, how you could take the loss, but I'm looking at selling this. I just kind of want to know the rules. It looks like maybe you have to sell all four of them or. No, you, you can't take a loss on an IRA. Cannot. Okay. There is no loss ever. Okay. So um, there's also no capital gains ever. Everything in an IRA is income. So um, you, don't, you don't get an opportunity to take losses. In your, if you have an investment account, different story. But, yeah, so, so if you sell everything and you end up with a $3,000 loss overall, you, you can't declare that or take that loss. Sell everything. You're saying like sell all four. Well, it doesn't matter, even if you sell one and take a loss. Whatever, whatever, whatever you sell, whatever is in the account, you, you, don't, you don't have the opportunity to take a loss at all, no matter how you sell it or, you know, what you do. You can't, you can't take a loss. But if I sell, like, not the Ross, but the rollovers, I would have to pay taxes on the capital gains in those. No, you don't pay. There is no capital gains. There is just income tax, but no capital gains. You're, are you talking about the IRAs, right? Yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. You don't, you, don't pay, you don't pay capital gains. You can't take losses, and you don't have capital gains. Everything is income. So if you cash out, if you cash out and move it out of that IRA, you have to pay income tax on the whole amount. If you sell it now and you stay in the IRA, so let's say you have this mutual fund, it's in an IRA account, and you sell it right now, that cash stays in the IRA and it just gets, you know, just sits in a money market account. You don't pay any income tax. You don't pay any tax. It just sits in the money market account. You, do, you only t- pay tax on what you take. So because selling a stock or a mutual fund inside an IRA, if you, as long as you stay inside the account with the money that doesn't move out of the account, there is nothing to pay because it's still in an IRA. Until you take a distribution, you don't, you don't pay any tax. So if you've got four mutual funds in your IRA and you don't like them and you want to sell them, uh, you, can, you can sell them inside the account, just turn them to cash, just get out of the mutual funds, but you still have the money in the IRA account. Okay. So just be like selling the poor performing assets and then positioning it into something new. Yeah, nothing changes. There's no taxes. There's, there's, okay. there's no taxes. As long as you do the, all that within the IRA account. Yep. As long as we stay in there. Yep. Okay. All right. Okay. Okay. Appreciate it. All yeah, right, Jay. Thanks. So thanks. Okay. Uh, let me go to Carrie calling us from Texas. Hey, Carrie. Hey, good morning. Good morning. I appreciate you uh, taking my call. I, I've been a partner for a couple of years. 
Mm. But, uh, I haven't been able to do any, any investing. I just want to support your ministry because I really love what you're doing. Thank you for that, Gary. I really appreciate that. It means a lot. Thank you. Anyway, I just, I just got laid off from uh, COVID-related things. Uh-huh. And, uh, I'm going to have some 401k money now that I need to do something with. And uh, a couple of quick questions. Is, is there one platform that's better than, than another? Like, I know at one time you were saying that, that some platforms don't like Timothy funds as well as others. Yeah, some, some don't. Like Schwab doesn't. TD Ameritrade probably won't since they got bought by Schwab. Um, but yeah, then there's, um, Fidelity, uh, Vanguard, uh, brokerage, not their mutual fund side, uh, Fidelity brokerage, Vanguard brokerage, uh, E-Trade, they're all Robin Hood. They're all okay with Timothy. Okay. Okay. Well, I'm somewhat familiar with Fidelity, so I might just go with them then. Yeah, if you have some familiarity with Fidelity, I would stick with that. Go with them. Yeah. Just a little bit. That makes sense. Uh, another thing is, when, when, I, when I do the rollover, would, would it make sense for me to do a, a Roth IRA? I'm 63 years old, so I don't know if, I, if that's kind of old, if, I even, if it would make sense to take a hit right now and pay the, the penalties. And Do you already have the IRA, uh, Roth no, I don't have any IRAs. It's oh. just my 401k at work. I've, okay. So, so no. I, I it, set something up. So. Yeah, no, it wouldn't be worth setting up a Roth. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Because you'd have to pay the tax on any money that moved over there. Even, right. You know, but if I would say no. I would just open a traditional IRA account and roll the Roth, okay. uh, the 401k into it. Now, would, would it make sense, like, over time, like, do so much a year to get into that Roth? Because I'm not looking to use this, touch this money for a long time. Yeah, um, it, it, so. it would be, make sense to move that money over time into just a regular investment account um, as opposed to a Roth. Two things about a Roth. There's five, you can't get to the money for five years without penalty. Right. The other thing is if you don't have earned income, you, you, can't ro- you can't even open an, um, a Roth account. You could open a rollover and roll it into a Roth account, but you'd never be able to make any contributions to it. Okay. Well, I'm going to have some more earned income. I just... Oh, okay. Got yeah. And yeah, I mean, so I, I, I mean, you can do a Roth. You can put, add to a traditional. I, you have an opportunity to get some money out of a qualified money. Um, and I would take advantage of that and move some of the money or get accumulate, start to accumulate money. Um, I, you know, I, I go through this all the time with, uh, because it's so, uh, it's, it's a little frustrating to me, but we get so obsessed with having retirement accounts. We want the government to be able to control every dollar we have. So we just keep opening IRAs. You know, all the wealth in America is in IRA accounts. I mean, uh, $17 trillion. And we, particular, baby boomers in particular, uh, they have all their wealth in IRA. They have no flexibility. If the government wants to change the rules, if the government wants to confiscate it, if the government wants to tax it, if the government wants to, do, they can do whatever they want. And, and, We have to, and I say this to everybody listening, at some point in time, 
you would be very, very wise, and I've been saying this particularly to young people, you'd be very, very wise to start accumulating a little bit of wealth outside of the long arm of the government. And, and if, you, if you're okay with that and you don't want to do it and you're okay with the government kind of controlling uh, everything that you have, then continue to add a Roth and a traditional. And a, but at some point in time, we need to start thinking about that. And you have that opportunity to think about it. I, I wouldn't be consumed with wanting to get into another government-controlled, qualified plan. But that's me. Okay. So you might not be concerned about that. Well, one reason I was thinking, Roth, I don't want the government telling me I've got to take a certain amount out when I'm 72. Well, I might yeah, not want to, but, yeah, but the Roth, same thing. To, but that's okay. They still control it. The Roth still, they changed the rules on the Roth this year. So they can change the rules at any time. They can make it taxable if they want, at any time they want. So I, I just, but again, that's up to you. I'm just, I'm just saying it. So if I would definitely open a Roth, if you're going to have income and you want to continue to add two uh, qualified money, then yes, I would do a Roth, only a Roth, not a traditional. Okay. All, All right. right. All right. Very helpful. All right. Thank you, Karen. I, I appreciate it. Thanks. 610-363-1110. Let me go to um, Angel in Texas. Go ahead, Angel. How are you doing, Dan? Good. Good morning. Good morning. Um, I, I called you like a month ago. Um, uh. I, I was thinking about refinance my mortgage and then um, buying on Texas and staying with this one over here and, and renting it. Uh -huh. But we went over there this weekend, this last weekend, and uh, we look at the house because over here we're paying like ten thousand dollars a year on taxes, um, so on property tax. Mm -hmm. So we went over there. It's like one percent on property tax on the new houses, and like the market is, is it is. So we're thinking about. I don't know if I if, if you recommend that to. We're thinking about selling this one, and and my my work as soon as there's a, a opening. I could transfer. There's not opening right now, but as soon as an opening, I could transfer. I, I was telling my wife, let's put this one to sale and then buy one over there. What do you think? I think it's a great idea. I mean, you know, if, you're, if your wife is with you on that and she's okay with it and you're, you're able to move, I think it's a great idea. Save the taxes. You're going to get a great mortgage rate. And yeah, I think it's great. I wouldn't, ha I wouldn't hesitate. Thank you, Angel. I appreciate it. All right, folks, we'll be right back. At touchofmodern.com, you'll find products that defy expectations for those who seek the extraordinary. Tents brave the Arctic. Coffee tables chill drinks. Rowers are powered by water. And that's just the beginning. Go to touchofmodern.com and venture through a curated collection of the highest quality in fashion, tech, and home with new items added every day. touchofmodern.com, lead the pack. Be the first to discover all the novel and noteworthy products the world has to offer. Want more business content? Yes! 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 You need BizVod, the place for business videos on demand. With BizVod, you can watch the business videos you want to watch when you want to watch. Membership to BizVod is only $19.99 for the year. That's less than $2 per month. And the promo code for your first 30 days free is TV. BizVod, the place for business videos on demand.
Thanks for having us this weekend, Mrs. Garcia. Yeah, thanks, Mom. Of course, and thank you guys for these gorgeous flowers. So thoughtful. Condoms, Charlie. She wants to know if you brought any condoms. Yeah, I brought some. Eargo, a virtually invisible hearing loss solution with high quality sound and lifetime support. We're here and ready to help you with your hearing loss with free remote hearing checks and consultations by our licensed hearing professionals, all from the comfort of your home. And if you're an active or retired federal employee, you can now get Eargo at no cost to you. Call or go online today. Eargo, hear life to the fullest. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Jim and Joanne are here to pick up the same prescription. They both know the system is not on their side. They both know drug costs are out of control. But one of them is taking back control with GoodRx. Next. So while he's paying that much, even with his insurance, she's paying this much just by using GoodRx. Use GoodRx to compare prices at pharmacies in your area and stop paying too much for your prescriptions. Download the free app today and take back control. Welcome back. Financial issues 610 363 1110. 610 363 1110. If you want to cue your call, you're welcome to do it. 610 363 1110. All right. Let me uh, get back, back to calls before I do that. Let me just. So, um, 
Kellum, asking me a very important question for you. Please answer honestly. It's kind of a no-brainer for me. Pats. He's asking, I guess he's coming to visit Philly. Which one, Pats or Geno's? I'm a Pats guy. I'm not a Geno's guy. All right, so uh, everybody I know is Geno's. My daughter um, disappointed me dramatically when she was in college. She used to go to Geno's. Um, and I really started questioning um, my raising her. I mean, I was very concerned about that. But she did. She went to Geno's. Yeah. So anyway, no, I'm a Pats guy. Listen, the best cheesesteak is neither one of those places. I just want to say that so you understand that. I mean, if you're going to Philly and you want the best cheesesteak, go to Jack's on South Street. It, like, blows the other two away. Um, so, but, and there's others in the suburbs that are far better than either Pat's or Geno's. But if I had to go to one of those, it would be Pat's. And that is an important question. You're right. And probably the most important question I've gotten all day. So, seriously, I mean, I mean that's, like, important stuff, and I appreciate it. I'm glad you asked so you didn't make the mistake that my daughter made for four years of college. All right. Um, Anne is saying, good morning, Dan. Uh, maybe I should build a barn with a small living quarters um, and live there. Oh, she's it. Um, trust me, Anne. I've already tried that. The township won't let me. So... I have to get something done on the building of the house before they'll let me build the barn. I've already been down that road and try it. Try it. Now, all, all my neighbors that own the property around me, they're all, they're all Amish. And if they wanted to do it, they could get away with it. And I even cited that, but it didn't matter. But it's a great thought. Thank you, Ann. Getting some really good questions here. <laughs> or, or comments, I should say that is. But yeah, thanks, Ann. Um, wish that was, would work. I think if it did work, I'd probably never get out of there. I'd probably just stay in, in the barn. That's, why they're, that's probably why they're afraid of a letting, letting anybody do that. Um, all right, 610-363-1110. Again, if you want to cue your call, you're welcome to do it. 610-363-1110. Let me go to Daryl from Louisiana. Hey, Daryl. Hey, Dan. Uh, thanks for your ministry. It's awesome. You're welcome. Thank you. Hey, uh, I'm 60 and a member. Uh, don't get to listen often. So I may have went through this before. But I put on retirement on 65. And um, when should I start moving over the, to the blue uh, income stocks and how to go about that and mm -hmm. sell all the blue ones and then when they're up, dollar cost average into the blue ones or sell only the, the non-blue ones and, that are in a sector? And, you know, anyway, can you talk to that a little sure, bit? Sure, sure. Yeah, I mean, I think, um, I think I'd probably, I mean, you can start any time. I would probably tell you to wait a couple, three years, you know, till you're about two years away. But um, if you have, in the meantime, if you have a stock either now or you have one, let's say next year or at the end of this year or whatever, that is up 
double digits, say it's up 10 or 15% or 20%, um, I think it would be wise to say, you know what, I'm going to sell this now. I know what I have. Let's avoid any of the risk of it going back down and sell it now. Either, you know, move it over into cash until an opportunity comes to buy uh, some, some, a, good, a good income stock. So I'm okay with you. I think the, the order of business ought to be not just like hard and fast, wait three years before you start. I would say watch it. Uh, look at check. See every once in a while. Um, if you get something that is, again, up significantly, just sell it. You know you're going to end up moving anyway to income. So sell it. You don't have to reinvest it right away. I don't think there should be any sense of urgency for that. But at least sell it. Capture that gain. Uh, and and start thinking about moving into the blue. Okay, is that only for the that's only for the one the sectors that have blues in them that you're talking about doing? No, that? no, I'm I'm saying do that in any sector that you're up. Okay. Yeah, I wouldn't even concern yourself with whether you can replace it in that sector with an income stock. I wouldn't even worry about that. I would just say capture your pot profit, you know, again, let it go to cash, and then you can, you can start making that decision, you know, at, at some point in time. Okay. All right. Thank you so much. All right. Thank you, Darrell. I'm glad you called. Let me go to Chris in Texas. Hey, Chris. Hey, good morning. Uh, I guess it's good afternoon or good morning. No, it's good morning uh, here still. <laughs> yep. So, uh, quick question. Um, it's kind of an odd question. I'm 57. I own a business. I've talked to you quite a few times, but I have a SEP and I have my wife working for me, but I, she just works for me and I pay her cash so I can put everything in my SEP. Should I put her on the payroll, pay the taxes? And of course, since I have a SEP, I have, and she'd be an employee she would, I'd have to uh, put money in her SEP. What, what would be the better thing for me to do? Well, I think that you ought to put her on the payroll. So, okay. you, by the way, uh, I shouldn't say this because the rules might have changed, but you have, I think, two years before you have to contribute to her SEP. Um, but I, I would just say to you, that you never know the the hope is that you have a really good year one year and um wouldn't it be great if you could max out your sep and still have room to not have to take some income and you know uh um have another sep out there in order to contribute to and i think that would be i think it's wise just as a safety kind of thing uh, for that one one good year and then maybe three years from now you have another really good year and so on and so forth. Uh, it'll allow you to max out. And I'm assuming that when you guys do your taxes, you file jointly. And if you do file jointly, then you're going to have, you know, uh, a much greater tax benefit that will probably help you out a lot. 
So I have been able for the last three years, been able to max it out. And the other kicker is my wife is 17 years younger than me. And I'll probably work till I'm 70, 71, 72. But when I die, I'm going to make sure that she doesn't have to work. Right. So, so, so I would, I should go ahead and. Absolutely. All the more reason to get the other set, get, you know, put her on the payroll and get this set established. Um, and you know, you can max out yours and then, and then, you know, do whatever you can in hers. I mean, obviously someday our wives older than them or not, just statistically, our wives are going to get what we're doing. Statistically, we're going to go first. And I, I think that would just position you know, her, uh, uh, much better. And I would, I would do it. Yeah. I wouldn't even hesitate. So what's the tax benefit then of me paying for her taxes now and putting money in a SEP? So, I mean, the tax benefit is the end of the year, you know, of, uh, deducting that or, or even during this year, having an opportunity to, um, instead of bonusing her or you as a, you know, to take, to declare as income, you can bonus her by making a contribution into the set. So wow. it's, go- okay. it's, it's going to get some money out of the company account and, and you're going to get the deduction on your taxes uh, for the money that's going in the set like you do now. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you very much, and have a blessed weekend. I, I will. Thank you, Chris. Uh, I'm glad you called. Great stuff. Let me go um, uh, to a break, and then we'll, we'll get back to phones here for the last segment. Marcus is saying, uh, Dan, several months ago you mentioned a website uh, warning us of the dangers of China. Uh, yeah, present, um, oh, boy, Pre- uh, present danger. China.com is the website. Uh, it is, uh, I believe that's the website that you're talking about. Uh, I was referencing Blackstone Investments and all those kinds of things that's happened. That's, that, has been, uh, that battle has been won temporarily. Trust me, uh, it won't be won if we get a new administration and uh, they will be uh, investing um, uh, billions of dollars in TSP funds uh, to fund the military of China. All right, we'll be back. 610-363-1110. We'll be back right after this. My grandfather taught me that you should always leave a place better than you found it. That it's important to invest in the lives of your children, 
and grandchildren, leaving them with a godly legacy they can build on. That's why I decided to set up a charitable gift annuity with the AFA Foundation. I know that my gift will support a ministry that honors the biblical principles I hold dear, and it's a way to invest in the future of our country. The AFA Foundation also arranged for me to have a steady fixed income, so I don't have to worry in the midst of changing times. Call the AFA Foundation today to find out how you can set up a charitable gift annuity. Just call 800-326-4543, extension 345. Thanks for having us this weekend, Mrs. Garcy. Yeah, thanks, Mom. Of course, and thank you guys for these gorgeous flowers. So thoughtful. Condoms, Charlie. She wants to know if you brought any condoms. Yeah, I brought some. Eargo, a virtually invisible hearing loss solution with high quality sound and lifetime support. We're here and ready to help you with your hearing loss with free remote hearing checks and consultations by our licensed hearing professionals, all from the comfort of your home. And if you're an active or retired federal employee, you can now get Eargo at no cost to you. Call or go online today. Eargo, hear life to the fullest. All right, let me go to Walt. Walt Connors from Mississippi. Hey, Walt. Hey, Dan. How you doing? Good. Uh... I'm 64, and I've uh, been with the company for 26 years, and today is my retirement day. Oh, wow. And, uh, and thank you. And I Congratulations. Have a, uh, That's awesome. Okay. Yeah, thank you. Uh, I have a uh, pension plan there with the company, uh -huh. uh, which is an annuity, and then I also have a 401k uh, with Vanguard. I was looking at rolling those two over into traditional IRA. Uh-huh. Uh, what are your thoughts on that? So is uh, the pension a lump sum? They're not going to, it's not, it's not a monthly payment? Well, I've, I've got that choice. It did uh, do either one, but uh, I was looking at taking it all out uh, and putting it in an RA. Okay. Over all of it. All right. So, yeah, I would, um, I think it's a good plan. I think that's a good idea. Um, I would... I would go to Vanguard since that's where the 401k is. Mm -hmm. And I would tell them that you want to move. So you still have to open up an IRA account, even though it's already mm -hmm. in Vanguard. They, it's just the way it is. So right. I, I would say I want to open an IRA account on their brokerage side. Mm -hmm. Not where right now it's on their mutual fund side. And you want to open mm -hmm. up a Vanguard brokerage IRA. And then, you know, they'll move it over into that. You can keep the same investments if you want to. But you, I, would, uh, I would suggest you do it on the brokerage side. And then, of course, you, when you get the payout from the pension, you're going to roll that into the, the same account. And once, right. once that's all in there, then you'll have to make some decisions as to do I want to build an income portfolio and start drawing the monthly income from it, or do I just want to leave it grow for a couple? You know, you'll have to you have to think through that once that happens. 
Right. Uh, it's been a 2020 fund with uh, Vanguard, oh. which has done well. Uh-huh. Uh, and uh, I was just thinking about keeping it all into the 2020 fund. I want to move it to the IRA. And, I, uh, I don't I think I don't I don't think they're going to let you do that, Walt, Be- okay. because it's an opportunity for them to get you out of the 2020 because they're they obviously want to close that fund. You know, they're, they're going to they, so they want people to move out of it. So you would have to go to a 2025 or a 2030. I mean, same concept. But uh, it won't be that, you know, exact fund. But I think that's a good plan. That's fine if you want to do that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I've got an emergency fund, just regular savings. But uh, if I just had to, could, can, you, can you get money out of the IRA for, like, emergency money? No. Not without paying taxes. You can always that's get money right. out anytime okay. you want. Yeah. But, you'd, but you'd have to pay tax on that money. Right, right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. Thank you for your time. We appreciate what you're doing and uh, hope that allergy gets better for you. <laughs> Thank you, brother. I appreciate that. Have a, have a good weekend. God bless. Thank you. Yep. Let me go to Nick in Florida. Hey, Nick. Hey, Dan. How are you? Good. Good. Hey, I just want to say uh, your ministry has been a blessing and thank you for all you do. Mm, thank you. No problem. Uh, I just had a hypothetical uh, tax question for you. Um, so let's say that I was going to collect uh, long-term capital gains on a stock that I have not put into a retirement account. So say I just got it off E-Trade or something and just my own personal. Right. Um, and let's say I was going to make $500,000 uh-huh. off that. Um, how would you minimize the tax burden on something like that? You can't. I mean, you can you can spread out the you know uh, the selling of the stock okay. over you know multiple years, but then you risk as you're waiting for what you didn't take. You're risking that, of course, going down and you know losing some of that gain. So. Um, I know when I've been faced with that situation and I'm going back some years when I had my trust business. And so, um, there would be nothing for somebody, maybe a trust situation where they would have that very scenario, five, 500, $750,000, uh, gain. Um, but if you inherited the money, is that what you said? No. It no. Be, oh, okay. It was just money that you would have in an account. Yeah. So you really can't, uh, you really can't avoid it. Uh, there's nothing you can move it over into. I mean, there are things you can do, you know, maybe to move it around. Uh, but once you sell, once you sell any shares, it immediately triggers the 1099 and the capital gains. Okay. Yeah. So for the for the year though, let's say I sell and I pay off my mortgage. Uh-huh. Um and let's say I give a charitable contribution. Yes. Out of that as well. Yes. Would that would that help? It or would help. I don't want to say it would offset it. It would not because capital gains 
is treated a little bit differently. But it definitely would help because it would help your overall tax situation, giving you tax deductions. So, yeah, I mean, it would help. It definitely would help. Um, you could gift the stock to yourself by way of a charitable trust and avoid it altogether. So let's say going back to that $500,000 scenario, well, if you're going to use that money to live off of, say, to generate income, if you were to do it by way of a charitable trust, then the entire $500,000 would go to work for you to generate income instead of 500000 less 15%. So all of it would go to work and you would not pay any capital gains tax. Capital gains tax would be exempt because you never sold it. The charitable trust sold it and they're tax exempt. So that's why uh, the, the capital gains is avoided. Excellent. All right. Thank you. I had one more question. I know it's, uh, sure. Yeah. Yep. Um, so uh, let's say I have an S corporation uh -huh. uh, currently uh -huh. and I, I wanted to buy some rental properties. Mm -hmm. Um, would it be better to put those rental properties underneath the S corporation as an asset or, or should I just keep them in my personal name? Well, it's probably going to be better for two reasons. One, for the liability, uh, potential liability issues. It would be better for it to be in the S-Corp. And uh, for a taxable situation, it would probably be better for you too because in the S-Corp, you're drawing, you're drawing the income as you need it. In other words, they may, they're paying, uh, somebody's paying $1,000 a month in rent and if you own it personally, personally, they're paying you that. You've got to declare it as income. If they're paying it into the S corporation, at the end of the year, you could say, I think I'll bonus myself $1,000. And you're paying taxes on that as opposed to the whole 12000 that went in. Does that make sense? Okay. okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, that, that okay. sounds great. All right, Thank you, Nick. Sir, I appreciate it. You have a good, blessed weekend. Thank you. You too. I appreciate that. Thanks. Folks, I qualify. What I, all that I just said is I'm not a CPA and I'm not a tax accountant, but some of those questions are, um, I feel okay, comfortable uh, answering. Let me go to Caleb in Texas. Hey, Caleb. Good morning, Ben. I just have a quick question. Uh, when a comment, comment is made that the market is overvalued, is it certain stock? the S&P, for example, an ASIC or a certain number of stocks or how does... Yeah, it's the average evaluation on all 500 stocks in the S&P. Okay. So, so, so it's all, it counts all those stocks. Okay, thank you again. All right, thanks, Caleb. I appreciate it. 610-363. Uh, no, 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 no. What do we got here? Uh, let's see. Oh, my. Uh, AJ is asking about IT19. Um, wondering if now's a good time to dollar cost average in it. AJ, I would not. Here's what I'd be looking for. 
If you own it, you're down uh, and keep it. Obviously, it's a hold. I would tell you that watch it. We almost had this last, uh, I think it was last month. But when you see the 30-day, ideally the 40-day average of the stock turn green where it's positive, so you click on a 30-day chart and it's up, you know, it's in the green, it's positive. Uh, at that point, I would feel better about the hour cost averaging. And based on this stock, you're still likely to be well below your um, original cost. Reason why I'm saying that to you, AJ, is at this point, the stock's been dropping for a while. At this point, I would rather you buy it when the trajectory of the stock is moving upward. And I think it's better that you don't dollar cost average down. The trajectory is still negative. I would wait until there's a positive trajectory and then buy into it. And I think that'll serve you. Uh, that would serve you better. It'd be just a, a, a wiser thing to do. All right, 610, 363, 1110. 610, 363. What am I doing? I'm so out of it. I even slept last night, too. All right. We'll be back. I hope you have a wonderful weekend. Have a great day of worship. Pray for this nation and pray for this president. Have a great weekend. I'll see you on Monday. God bless. Our challenges are great, but our will is greater. And if our flaws are endless, God's love is truly boundless. Thank you for joining us. This has been an FISM production. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.